It's Friday, and we're all really looking forward to the weekend. This is the second last weekend before Christmas, which happens to fall on a on a weekend this year. Uh, we have to keep safety in mind uh, when weekends come up. 106 people, and not just on weekends, but I would suggest there's a lot more travel on highways uh, on weekends, and even in the city for that matter, especially now as people are gearing up the Christmas shopping season uh, to full throttle. 106 people have been killed in car crashes on the highways in, in Manitoba this year alone. 14 have died on the road in Winnipeg so far this year. That means... Uh, 120 times this year, a police officer has had to knock on a door and tell someone a person they love has died. Global News reporter Matt Carty is in studio who put together a fantastic emotion, emotional piece. Uh, when you sat down with the constable yesterday, or was it yesterday? It was? It was earlier this week. I, okay, I talked so, to him. Uh, earlier this week. How did his story make you feel as you were listening to it? Well, like you mentioned, as much as emotional as that uh, five-minute piece that I put together is, we talked for about 20 minutes, and because of time constraints with with CJOB, we had to cut it down a little bit. So through those 20 minutes, I mean, the way he just described this one particular crash that he had to go to the scene and then go tell the family members, you know, it really hit me because... You know, he's emotional and it happened a number of years ago, but you can tell that it still affects him. It still sticks out in his mind. He remembers it clearly going to the scene and everything, all the details and the specific details about uh, all were involved with it. And he's done eight of these, he said. He has gone and knocked on a door eight times and every one of them hurts. Are the officers, some tapped more than others to perform this duty? depending on what their disposition might be? Uh, no, um, I don't think, uh, and I did ask him that, like, who gets tasked with doing this? And, and usually it's the scene supervisor who is, who is handling the entire scene and who is leading the investigation. That's the person who will be tapped to, to uh, go to the house and, and let the family members know. But once in a while, that task might have to be delegated to somebody else, depending on what the situation is and, and, and what's going on there. Um, but every time, you know, there's a level of professionalism there, no matter if it's someone who's done it, you know, eight times or someone's doing it their first time. Um, there's really no training for it. Um, but at the same time, there is, there is a professionalism that has to be undertaken when you do knock on that door. I can't imagine being put in that position. I mean, are they told they have to do this and they have to do it within five, ten minutes? Or do they have time to prepare for that? There's really no time to prepare. It's, you know, you're at the scene and... Because you have to imagine the the family of this person is expecting them. They're they're due to arrive home anytime soon, and 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 you know an hour passed, two hours passes, six hours passed, and then they start to wonder, you know, where's so and so? You know what I mean? So it needs to be done right away. It needs that's it's one of the things that he said it was the hardest thing, but it's the most important thing to do when when it comes to a crash. It's something again you have you have to do, and he did mention that you know. Once the investigation is underway, you have people identified, it's the next step. You go to the house and you and you and you tell someone that their loved one is dead and you essentially change their lives with those few words. The piece you're about to hear contains intense content. Constable Tony Batten took me back to a crash on the perimeter about eight years ago. 
Two people were killed after the driver lost control and was T-boned by another vehicle. It's a crash that still sticks out in his mind. Now, what had happened was Battens arrived at the scene sometime after the crash and found out the family of the driver had not been told. So Battens, along with his partner, go to the family home. Those two are about to change a family's life forever. Battens walks up to the door and knocks. My heart's going as fast as, you know, in any situation that you're quite nervous in. Um, You have to be professional as well, obviously, and it's difficult to try and gauge how that's going to turn out. But uh, with this one, I, I, it was a woman that answered the door, and um, I asked if uh, so-and-so was her husband, and uh, she said it was. At first, she was confused. Um, I think that most people are, because I, th- I think human nature is that she's not thinking the worst. I don't I think as soon as they see two police officers, even though they seem scared, I think the mind just starts to move and it's like, okay, tell me it's not, tell me it's anything but that. And so the the eyes sort of tell the story. You have to come out, you have to say the words definitively. You can't, it has to be, um, I'm sorry ma'am, your husband's dead. He died in a a car accident. There's no way of hiding it because then they'll hang on to whatever thread there is if there's any thread to believe and that's even harder than I think the knowing immediately as soon as I had told her she just screamed she screamed uh, she dropped to the floor Um, she grabbed my leg and just squeezed it and hung on tight and wouldn't let go and sobbing Um, and then there was another family member that Heard all the commotion, came up, and of course, was more crying, more screaming. Um, and then phone call started, and this whole time, this woman wouldn't let go of my leg. Uh, it was, you just, again, you never know how these things are going to, how people are going to react to these things. It was, it was difficult, um, for sure, and uh, you know, one that stuck with me quite a bit. You're not thinking a lot. You're uh, you're just you're trying to maintain your own composure, be professional, um, and just take whatever comes and 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 try and somehow give some sympathy to the family as much as possible. But I mean, you can't imagine what they're going through in those moments. Um, I don't think any of us can, unless you have lost a loved one um, in that situation. Um, so it's you're just bracing yourself, as it were, for whatever comes next. As police officers, you're almost in a defensive mode, but you're you're you've got that worry look in your eyes. As much as you try and be professional, and and I won't say hide it is the right word, um, but as you 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 try and maintain your composure for the family, uh, the police officer. That's what is expected of us, and 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 to be strong in in these situations. Can you say how many times you've had to do that? Oh, probably eight, ten times. And you don't get numb to it at all. It, it hurts every time. Every time. I mean, it's, it's an emotional thing, I think, both for the family and the police officers that are there. Not just the one that's making the verification, but the, uh, your partner as well. You feel so, I think, helpless is, is the right word, that 
something like this can happen um, and so quickly and, and dynamically to change a family the way it does and in in such an innocent way um, and you, you're just not sure you wish you could help more I think that's more than anything it's like I wish I could do more to to help this family um, other than answer questions um, there, there's obviously not a lot you can do I feel and I'm sure there's a lot of people within the service feel the same way it's probably one of the top two hardest three hardest things you have to do as a police officer if you're scheduled to be the lead investigator um, on these crashes do the most investigation um, you take charge of the investigation as it were the investigative part and um, notification is probably um, the most important part um, I mean give or take what happens with the investigation charges etc but the notifying of the family is the most important part you know sometimes with these collisions uh, they happen as it were um, driving too fast that sort of thing and it, it you know but this one was was very it was one of those sad situations that it was just so innocent and, and it happens and it's in a blink of an eye um, a lot of people's lives have changed be safe out there with the conditions we've had, and the city uh, has done a fantastic job of, of cleaning the city up after that storm we got uh, earlier this week. There's still some areas they have yet to get to, back lanes, sidewalks, some side streets. They're being done now. The residential parking ban is underway. Know your zone and all that. Uh, more information on CJOB.com. But you got to be safe out there. There could be some people out there driving around under the influence, so give yourself a little extra time Check. You know, this is something I started doing in recent years. You know how when a light turns green, you immediately go, all right. Well, some people will fly through that red light at the last second. So I always give, and it doesn't take long, just an extra second to look both ways to see that some moron is not barreling through the red light coming from their side of the intersection. Little things like that. Because these things can be avoided. Be safe.